The 630 Chad Afternoon News with Jaylen Nye and Andrew Gross. Weekdays at 2 on 630 Chad. Hey, everybody, look at that. We made it to Friday together. Can you believe that? And listen, you know how I like to start the show by telling you what's coming up on the show, and I've got a packed show for you, but I want to tell you about next week, first, Monday, a very, very special edition of the 6.30 Chet Afternoon News. We're trying something really new. Jalen and I are going to be here at the same time. I don't know. I know they said it couldn't be done. I, I don't. It's crazy. It's just so crazy it might work, Jalen. I think I'm going to fall out of my chair. I know. I know. And uh, you know what? It's like they say it's like riding a bike, um, which I don't know what that means. Wobbly? It'll, well, I don't know. I fell off my bike. We'll have to each stay in our own lane. I don't know what that means, but I think we'll we'll figure it out. I do have a pack show for you uh, today. We're going to talk to the director of communications for uh, Bel Air Direct Driving. Uh, sorry, uh, for director of communications for Bel Air Direct. The next sentence is driving. They commissioned a driving survey that I think is really, really interesting. You might be uh, fascinated to learn what they learned about Canadian drivers, how they drive and how they think they drive. And uh, as if this wasn't uh, fate playing a role here. Acting Staff Sergeant uh, from the EPS, uh, Steve Sharpie, will be in studio right after that conversation about bad drivers, but he's here to talk about a public event happening in Borden Park over the weekend, and then I'm going to have one of my favorite guests, hey G, that we've had over the years, Conductor Bob Bernhardt, uh, because Symphony Under the Sky is coming up again uh, in uh, end of August, first part of September. He's one of my favorite guests because he is so politely condescending to me. And I love it. I know. You're like me that way. I mm-hmm. love people like that. He doesn't use the real names for classic music. He'll say things to me like the Lone Ranger song. And I'll go, oh, thanks, Bob. <laughs> I'm not even going to claim to know what the real title to that is. Exactly, but, right. Yeah, but we I know, know it's a classic tune. We know how good you are with music. Too, exactly. So. Yeah. A- anything outside of the 80s, like 1980s, and I'm lost. Uh, okay, so all week long we've been having somebody drop in at 2 o'clock and uh, help me get through to 2.30. Today is no exception. Donovan Workin joining me uh, from... Uh, is it fair to say, Donovan, one half of the Atomic yeah. Improv? Yeah, well, I think now I'm, I am I the Atomic are the whole Improv. Thing. William Tell Overture. <laughs> is that what it is? Is the Lone Ranger song. Yeah, it's the William Thanks Tell Overture. for making me look bad <laughs> off the top. I mean, I knew that. Yeah. I just thought yeah, no, yeah, yeah. listeners did me as too. well. Yeah, 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 yeah no, for sure. Yeah. Um, so who is the other half these days? Well... Uh, it's usually uh, there's a few guys I hire out. Mark Meir, uh, yeah, I love uh, Mark Meir. Yeah, so him and I mostly, uh, and then there's a few other guys that are around. Um, but it's more of a style of improv that uh, that is now my thing. I would say. What does that mean? Well, when I started doing improv in the million and a half years ago, uh, in the late '80s, I think. Um, th- Nobody was doing it the way I ended up doing it because I ended up performing improv in bars and nightclubs where it was gladiator style. It was you against the audience. You've performed in <laughs> yeah. a lot of those. Uh, a couple of them. Yeah, yeah, where the guy will just give you the finger the yeah. whole time you're on stage yeah. and you're just like, why? <laughs> um, so you learn to be really, really fast and to make a lot of jokes. And imp- nobody in improv was doing that. And now, so. Well, how kind of, else were they doing? Um, well, it was a little more... I didn't more, really intend to have this conversation, yeah. but now I'm curious. So well, how, it was more scene work. It was like, hello, Bob, let's have a story about right. mowing the lawn instead of I see what you're saying. being fast and funny and interesting. Yeah. yeah. Um, Mark Muir, you mentioned. Who else do you yep. work with? Uh, Chris Craddock is another yeah. guy that I work another with a lot. Yeah. 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 So there's like a core group of kind of elite improvisers that I... But Atomic Improv, with. everybody knows... 
I've never asked you this before, but I'm yeah. curious. Atomic Improv is a more famous name than Donovan Workin. Uh, is it? I don't know. I don't know. Is it? I don't Maybe know. I shouldn't Maybe have said that Maybe not anymore. So I don't know. Okay. I, I don't know. Well, now you're taking offense to the question. I, no. <laughs> I really didn't mean to. If I say Atomic Improv, like we had, uh, who is it we had in that day? And you said, did he know who I was? Uh, um, mockery. Call him Mockery. Oh, right. Call him Mockery. Which and, I've, I've worked with Colin right, before. Right. And I, I asked him, yep. I said, down the road sometime, if yep. I wanted to bring you in, yeah. uh, would it be cool if I uh, pair you up with... Uh, maybe it was the other way around. I think I said if it I no, I think, up with yeah. Atomic Improv. No, it was the other way around. You said, it, with, Donovan, said with Donovan and he said who. Yeah, he said and who said, and well, I said Atomic of, Improv. Yeah, right. That's right. He was like, oh, yeah, no, totally. Yeah. I've worked with them before. Yeah. So, oh, weird. What are you going to do? Yeah, exactly. So, I don't know. It's, I mean, I, I spent 20 years in comedy. Nobody knows, you know. Bed in the bag. They were just, right. oh, the bed in the bag guy. Right, right. Yeah. Then I get on radio and suddenly people are like, oh, I think I might know that guy. Yeah, that's Not right. Really. I entertained you, at your son's wedding. That's right. Sure, you, yeah. you ruined my staguette. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly right. <laughs> so, listen, I thought, uh, and I know you listen to the show from time to time. You but bet. Uh, On Thursdays, we always have uh, Gord Steinke in or we have uh, Nancy Carlson in. Yep. And sometimes we put them to work. And I wondered, uh, and I know this is Friday, but I'm sort of uh, sure. taking that and doing it all week long. So I wondered if I could put you to work. Yeah, uh, okay. like shoveling dirt? No, nope. nope. I wanted your reaction to a story. <laughs> okay, yeah, absolutely. But you can follow along with me a little yep. bit, because I think this will be of interest to our listeners as well. But I want to take you back in time first. Oh, my. Uh, yeah, I want to take you back in time to February of 2016. <laughs> there we go, we're there. See, I'm, look, I'm half of an improv troupe. Um, do you remember... And even farther back than that, Stephen Mandel had this idea. Remember when yep. he was mayor? Sure. Yeah. Shecky. Remember, remember the day he <laughs> had us over to City Hall for a meeting? Yeah, that was fun. I'd like Good to times. have a comedy festival. <laughs> Uh, so Stephen Mandel had this idea that it would be pretty cool to put a beach in Horlock Park. Yeah, I think that's a great idea. As do I. And then the price tag came in. And sure. so it was $800,000 to design it. Right, right. $800,000. Now, that's just to dump... To design the, that's just a, the area where they're just going to dump sand. That's just for guys to come out and put flags so the trucks yeah. know where to back up. Yeah, yeah exactly. $800,000. Yeah, and yeah. the overall project of putting sand yeah. uh, was yeah. initially tagged at $3 million. Right, yeah. And then that went up to $5 million. Sure, because you got to get it down just into the River Valley. Exactly there. right. Yeah. They, you know, and you got to do it yeah. three times. and yeah. yeah. So eventually, and this is where we get to February 2016. So in February 2016, in a 7-6 vote at council, yep. uh, now under the rule of uh, Mayor Iveson, it was shelved. <sighs> and they said, okay, we're not doing a beach. It's too expensive. I remember uh, I remember Michael Oshery at the yep, time. for sure. Um, being very vocal about it, saying that, look, it's very hard economic times for Edmontonians, yep, and yep. for us to be dropping $5 million on sand is right. not, you know, so mm -hmm. it was shelved. Yeah. And where it was left was, council said the project could be brought back in the future, probably during the next capital budget cycle, which would be in 2019. Right. So we're a couple yeah, of years couple, away from that. Uh, yeah. Okay, so okay. that's your history lesson for right. the day. Yeah. However, today... David Staples wrote an article in the Edmonton Journal yep. that I find fascinating. So you know, uh, you know, Donovan, there's this whole LRT thing going on. No, never heard of it. The, okay, we, well, uh, it's our it light rail speed. transit. Yeah, right. it's, uh, yeah. It's, Was that about the article that came out saying that uh, the light rail transit southbound is going to screw up traffic forever? <laughs> totally and different article. a big fu. Yeah, nobody no, cares. I mean, hey, you can't say that on <laughs> afternoon. Even the initials. <laughs> 
<laughs> Sorry. Wish I we were on dump. Um, no, this is a different article. This is about or a different situation. Yeah. They're building. Um, There's the, so many, though. That's the thing. I know. I want to say the uh, Tawa, ta, Tawatina. Tawatina. Yeah, Tawatna? LRT, Twa, is that how you say I it? I think so, yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah. LRT bridge yeah. construction, right? Sure. So yeah. in order to do that bridge, and this is happening right now, yeah. they had to pile some rocks in order to stop the water from being so close to the construction. Or sure. I'm yeah, not so they could pour some concrete or right, whatever. Like yeah, yeah they needed to kind of semi-dam it or whatever. Exactly. Sure. So, but then, as good fa- uh, good uh, circumstance would happen, have it, it, it rained a lot. Yeah. And, or we got some heavy rain. Yeah. And so the river was a little higher than they expected, moving a little quicker because right. now it's narrower yeah. because of these rocks, right? Of course. Guess what it created? Uh, a channel. A beach. Right. Oh, yeah, that's right. The new beach uh, in the south side. <laughs> right. right. So at no cost I, to the city yep. whatsoever. Yeah. Um, these massive rock berms, they call right. them, uh, created a beach. And the yep. beach is uh, a kilometer long. It's 25 meters wide. I'm told it's yeah. silky smooth. Yeah, you know, is it? And it's over by, uh, on the south side, over by near Gold Bar, but a little bit north of that. The location right? or a actually west. is uh, part of the story because it's so good. I think if you did a study... Yeah. For less than eight hundred thousand bucks, sure, right, uh, and said, "Where should we put a beach?" Yeah, um, here might be the location. The beach has a spectacular postcard view of downtown. It's close to the New Valley Line LRT station yeah. on one side, and to Lewis McKinney, uh, yeah, Park. Riverfront Park, yeah, and, uh, and the new funicular. Remember that? Yeah, thing? the funicular. Yeah. Oh, we got money for that. It's not, but it, I don't know. Anyway, but that's where it is. That's perfect. So, yeah. So I was reading all about this today. I believe okay. it or not. Right? All right. And the problem people were having is, A, they think the North Saskatchewan River is the most polluted, disgusting, awful river on the planet. Okay. Which I know is not true. I don't, is that? I don't. Yeah. Okay. It's a silt-based river. It's got all, it's teeming with life. So it looks murky and dirty, but I think that water is really, really clean. It's like you. Yeah. I, I may look disheveled <laughs> and awful. Right. But but there's, it runs deep in yeah, there. And it's yeah. clean on the inside. Uh, I'm, I'm healthy. Sure. I, won't, I won't kill you. I won't make you sick. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So people are all worried about that. And then they're worried about the, the next thing was needles in the sand. And everybody's right. so oh. negative. Like why? I'm sure this beach is a a great idea. I think it's a well. It's nobody's idea. The city's going to close it down. Idea. It'll get closed down. Well, here's why. That's know, and that's what I want. Because the city will somehow put up a thing and break it. And right, because you recall yeah. the city of Toronto uh, citizens were asking for a staircase to go down. That's from right, and they couldn't do it. And they couldn't it do like it for eighteen million dollars. Right, yeah. some guy constructs yeah. it for six hundred. Right, and they demolish it. Yeah, right? and people freak out because it's not safe. And it's right, like, it was well, people an exercise. Didn't. Yeah, yeah, a bunch of union crews were like, hang on. So here's the deal. Here, maybe. Edmonton is better than Toronto, maybe, because at least one councillor, Ben Henderson, has said, hang on, because it turns out that once the bridge is constructed, they have to move the rocks that created the sand. Sure, so now they're like, maybe And the sand will disappear, right? And now what he's saying is, and others, engineers are saying, well, hang on, for much less cost, instead of hauling those rocks away, you could move them ever so slightly down the bank. Yeah. And the sand would stay there forever. Well, that would be great. Wouldn't but it? But there's probably a $4 million ecological study that has to be done. Uh, there's got to be, That's you know. almost absolutely correct. <laughs> so Council Ben Henderson, he's seen the pictures on the beach. He's yet to be, to, uh, be there to visit it. He said, 
that there have to be an ecological assessment. Yeah, of course. And the um, nature study, because uh, there's yeah. got to be a very rare butterfly that lives only there. <laughs> uh, the you know, up by Devon, there's at, a yeah. huge beach on the river, too. So if you get lost, you can always go uh, over by Devon yeah. and down by the river there, and it is beautiful there. It's a do, great you, place do you care there. to make any prediction as to how this turns out? Because I know how long it took for me to get a tree out front of my house. Yes, how many I followed the study. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, it'll never open. Nobody will ever be allowed to ever swim in that part of the river. I want to have more confidence in our city council <laughs> than I've had in all my years in, in this city. And I say they're going to make it work. Well, you know, I was driving here, uh, coming across that brand new bridge that was, oh, wait, no, I haven't. No, I haven't. That's been two and a half years, and it's supposed to be open, so... Uh, I'm going to be in trouble because there's so many <laughs> stories, right? That's not what you're going to be in trouble for. <laughs> uh, all right, let's take our first break. When we come back, more with Donovan Workin. Hey, we've been uh, sitting down and talking with uh, Donovan Workin. You know him from Atomic Improv. Um, yeah. I do a lot of TV commercials, you too. Do a lot of people lot of might know me from that. I'm the annoying-looking the most famous guy. of which, perhaps, the uh, Hughes Car Wash yeah. commercial. Yeah, those are pretty pretty popular. Oh, and on, of course, on uh, hockey games, yeah. you, you were the sports select guy. <laughs> wow. See, that one caused a lot of controversy. Not with they, me, it didn't. Yeah. I texted you the first time I yeah, saw it. They had to cut that my commercial out, I guess, because having were, me in a 4K camera is <laughs> jiggling in slow motion made... I, people I texted you as I watched it. I mean, yeah. the commercial wasn't over yet. Yeah. I texted you simply, what yeah. won't you do? Well, and when I did that, and here's the thing, the guys that I did that for, they're really great guys. Sure. And an awesome group of people. Um, but as I was doing it, I would like stop and I would go and text my agent and I'm like, I can't, this, no, this is too far. <laughs> really? Yeah, how much am I getting paid? What, is it, what does it take for yeah. Donovan Workin to go, this is yeah, too far? Because you'll too, do anything. Yeah. I, well, you did something uh, for another uh, network there. Yeah, uh, sure. You're stuffing food in your face. Well, yeah, I'll often uh, go and eat some stuff yeah. uh, for some people. Um, and, uh, and I saw somebody was very concerned for you. I don't yeah, know if you a saw few people it. have been. Yeah. But I'm, they were worried about your health. Yeah, I'm okay. I'm <laughs> sturdy stock. Yeah. I'm fine. He's murky, but he's okay. Yeah, I don't eat like that all the time. <coughs> no, of course not. <laughs> now, listen, I wanted to ask you about uh, one of the other things you've done, as many uh, performers have done yeah. over the years is find uh, another way to make money. So yeah, that's been, right. <laughs> yeah, you've been doing this. Uh, yes, what's it called? Oh, uh, the power of yes. The power of yes. Yeah. So what is that? Well, it's uh, an improv workshop. So uh, well, the one thing I noticed, I have a lot of white collar friends that you know they sit around drink beer and complain about their work, um, and all the things they complain about are they're all the same: uh, lack of communication, lack of trust, um, just a negative attitude at work. And I was like, wow, my job is exactly the opposite. Mm -hmm. I can't work with somebody unless I trust them, unless we communicate well, and if we really listen and are positive. And those are the rules of improv. So I took them and I built a workshop. So I'll take a management group um, and uh, through really, really simple activities uh, to a little more advanced, I teach them, number one, how to communicate better. And the, the key is listening. It's all about listening. As an improviser, my job is to react. So I take in information through my eyes and my ears, and then I react to it. Um, so I have to really hyper-listen, hyper-aware of what's going on. It's interesting it's super important. because, now, is it a one-time, do you normally, when you do a company's function, it's once and that's it? Yeah, I'll, usually I'll come in and do one, and then every now and then they'll bring me back for kind of a a refresher. refresher. Yeah. Because I yeah. had the opportunity to see it once yeah. uh, over at ATV Financial. Right. And they had a bunch of uh, their own 
uh, employees there, but they also had, uh, I don't know how if they were VIPs or yeah, just... Yeah, some small business owners small business and stuff owners, like that, right? yeah. And honestly, I had, I'd never seen it. Right. And I told you afterwards, I loved it. Yeah. I loved it. And, and one of the... When you got everyone into uh, doing some exercises, some improv exercises, and you were asking for suggestions, and it's, it's pretty cool how you do it, actually. I, you know, there's always that one or two individuals don't really want to participate because yeah, they're yeah, shy. That's right. right. Yeah. So you, and I'm one of those people right. initially, right? I'm a really shy person when it comes to it. But Most entertainers yeah. are. So weirdly. I never go right for those people. I let exactly. them sit back and... Sort of get comfortable yeah. with the atmosphere yeah. um, and then get them into it in, a, in an easy task. But one of the things I noticed that I've not forgotten is that you had a scenario going on. You had a couple of volunteers yeah. doing whatever. Everyone's having a good time. And then... Um, you asked a question, so what activity are they doing right now? Mm-hmm. Or, you know, something like yeah. that. Yeah. And whoever it was yeah. um, made a uh, suggestion, so, or not one of the groups, but, uh, you know, one of the people watching yeah. made a suggestion that was a little borderline and homophobic, right? Right. And I wondered how you were going to handle that. And it was really interesting how you handled it. Yeah. Um, because it brought the scene to a grinding halt. Sure, absolutely. But you explained why that just brought yeah. the scene to a grinding halt. But it wasn't because, you know, it's homophobic. Yeah. It was because that was a stop, you know. You- well, it's really easy to destroy. It's harder to create. So people, right. a lot of times people instinctually will say something negative um, or do something uh, that's, hard, uh, that's uh, they'll get a quick laugh, but it stops things, yeah. right? Um, or it makes people not feel safe. Right. Um, it's way harder and way more fulfilling if you can be creative. To say yes to somebody's idea, add to their idea, make it your own, share in that idea, um, and that's way more difficult. It's so much easier for me to say, you know, you look stupid in your hoodie, mm-hmm. right? But it's way harder for me to say, hey, I really like your hoodie. Were you thinking I, that? I, I, yeah, I was. I was. It's laundry day, and this is all I had. <laughs> I'm also wearing a white T-shirt, which I never do, which... Right, anyway. I'm wearing a white T-shirt, yeah, too. That's so true. we're a team, right. see? So see, it's it, easy to destroy. Yeah, it is, and, and it's... Uh, a funny observation. It's a really keen observation. I shouldn't say funny observation, because I see it all the time, yeah. uh, and I'm sure you do as well. Where um, people enjoy your sense of humor, so they'd like to add to it. They'd like to sure. interact with yep. you. But nine times out of ten, they do it in immediately a negative way. Yeah, absolutely. They'll, and I mean, I still do it too. Like we all, right. you know, it happens. Yeah, it depends on who you're doing it with, though, right? Like between performers, we dump on each other all mm-hmm. the time, and yeah. it's very funny, but yeah. we can take it. Yeah, right? yeah. Um, but when somebody outside of our industry tends to communicate, I find they'll they'll go right to your weight or sure. your hairline, yeah. or yep. they'll go to what they believe to be your weakest yeah. link. Yeah, your character flaw. Right. Right, because it's an obvious character flaw that they can, you know, pick right. apart, right? But, but that's sort of, you know, the basis of amateur comedy. Yeah, because it's one thing we already know that our right. hairline's not great and we're overweight. Right. So you're not, exactly. you're not bringing anything new to the table. Yeah. <laughs> and we've heard it before. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So the reason I bring it up, of course, um, I know you do this for corporations. Yeah, I do this for a lot of companies, and uh, it's awesome. I've, I've seen some really positive yeah. feedback from it on the yeah. Yes uh, website. What is the website for that? Uh, powerofyes.ca. Powerofyes.ca. Yep. Uh, the reason I bring it up, and we're, we're almost out of time here, is that having seen it in action, yep. and having seen it before, I asked you if you would bring it to the Edmonton Comedy yeah, Absolutely, yeah. So you've you've brought it. Now, it's free, though. Yep, absolutely, because uh, that's how great the uh, Edmonton Comedy Festival well, that's is. that's how big a check it is that <laughs> ATB writes. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, so October 14th, we're gonna, I'm doing a right. two-hour workshop. Okay, so it's free. Now, uh, you can go to atbcomedy.com, and you uh, page down to October 14th, and you'll yep. see that it's already set up for you to take registration. Yeah, you'll see my face on there. And right, you just click on that. It sends an email to yep. Donovan, and it's a free workshop. Yeah. It doesn't cost you any money. It's two hours on a Saturday. 
Saturday, but you really want groups to go to this, though. Yeah, like if you have a small staff, that would be great to bring them okay. down, just so we could teach you guys how to communicate better, to work better, to be more positive, to have a passion again. Yeah. And that's what people are kind of lacking. And you know what? Before uh, the economy fell out mm -hmm. and before oil prices were where they were, yeah. companies used to do not this, but this sort of thing all, all the, the time, time yep. right? Yeah. Like they do baseball tournaments or getaway weekends. Absolutely. Right? And that's what it's all about is yep. team building, It right? really is. And no matter what kind of, you know, outing a, a company does with their, their team, that is exactly what they're trying to do. They're trying to build their sense of trust with each other, right. get them out of their silos of individuality and bring them together. So as you a don't care if team. it's like one person, two people, five people, ten people, you don't care? No, okay. no. I'm, yeah, is I there mean, a maximum number of people? No. Okay. No, because I can always bring more people to help me, right? Okay. Um, we end up working as a team. The only one who looks foolish or ridiculous is me because it's my job. Right. Right? So I'm like a safety net. I make sure everybody's taken care of, everybody feels comfortable. Beautiful. And uh, everybody learns something. Okay, so if you're interested in having uh, your staff, yourself, or anybody else, uh, it doesn't necessarily have to be business. It can be yeah. just a group of guys. Sure, yeah, absolutely. Uh, head to atpcomedy.com. And uh, as I say, go to the show's page, and you'll find the free registration for that seminar. Donovan, I'm out of time, but thanks so much. Hey, thanks for having me it's again. It's been, been a blast, as mm -hmm. it always is. The 6.30 Chad Afternoon News with Jaylen Nye and Andrew Gross. Weekdays at 2 on 6.30 Chad.